All right, what up, what up, people? We in the building. Got my boy T. Jordan. Yes, sir. Got my boy Jordan coming in a little later. He said he go be a little late, but uh, we here now. You know what I'm saying? We gonna get it rocking. What's up with you though, bro? How you been? I've been good, man. You know me, channel like a villain, man. How you been, brody? Man, listen, I'm trying to live a dream, but a dream won't let me live. Shit, man. I'm already knowing, cuz. That's what I'm trying, bro. I be trying, man. It's just, I don't know, but I'm good, though, bro. I can't complain because, you know, I wake up every day, so I definitely can't complain. Amen. Uh, every day is, is a blessed one. Let's not forget that. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So how was your week, though? It was cool? Yeah, it was cool. You know, it's got through the, that long week. Work actually feel like it wasn't that long this week. I don't know. It's just because we only worked uh, until noon on Sunday, but it felt, I wasn't as tired on Thursday. Uh, when I got when I was off, but I was like, other than that, I mean, it was cool. Same, same, yeah, it was cool with me too, though. But uh, all right, so we we go we go talk a little sports this morning. You know what I'm saying? Uh, not this morning. I'm tripping. <laughs> we go talk. Even, about- yeah. <laughs> uh, but that ain't all we gonna talk about. We gonna talk about some little relationship topics. I got a couple of people that's gonna be coming in. Okay. Um, a couple of y'all, they, uh, a couple of them was there last week. So they'll be they pretty much on the show tonight. Um, but relationship wise, we go talk about we go we go add in a little extra something, try to get it funny about catfishing. Like, have you ever been catfished? You know, what I'm saying? have you ever been catfished, bro? Yes, I have multiple See? times. Oh my god! See now we go talk about that. We definitely go talk about that, sir. Um, it, it, <laughs> it's a terrible time, bro. I tell you. You know we go talk about that catfishing though, bro. Because I think we all have been catfished. I, I believe it, bro. It's so no like it. People do it so often. They made a TV show about it. I know we all have, bro. Man, listen. Like I, I got. I'm telling you, bro. I got a couple of stories to tell though. Man, then, yeah, I got a couple, but I'm gonna probably tell you one of the most embarrassing. That's the one that's gonna get you rolling. But uh. Yeah. What was I for to say? Oh yeah, and then we go talk about a little bit about uh what's your turn offs, you know, turn on, turn off what turn offs in a woman, you know, what's gonna make uh vice versa, man. Mm-hmm. What's gonna make you stray away from, them, you know what I'm saying? And I'm pretty sure we all got vices that we don't like and we do like or don't like, period, because we don't even care about what we do like. Right. Um what we don't like or whatever. So we go we go talk about that. Um and we got a couple more topics, man. So y'all just sit back, man. Whoever's taking us out, y'all sit back, listen, and hopefully y'all enjoy this show, man. A little so, hot over there, huh, boy? Why you don't see me? <laughs> oh, I'm sweat, I sweat like a runaway slave right now, boy. <laughs> hey, bro, I swear, look, yeah. look, I'm already doing. That's why I had to come in here, bro. People don't know when I be streaming, bro. I be having this little tiny ass fan blowing in my face, bro. All stream, I got to look at it. <laughs> I gotta get by, bro. <laughs> hey, the crazy part about it, cause I got my fan over there blowing too. But right now, man, it's, it ain't doing me no good. Well, it ain't. Cool. It's pretty cold in my spot right now, so I really don't need it. But when I be streaming, bro, all the lights be on and all that. Oh, it get hot. Yeah, cause that's what's happening right now. I got these lights going right now, and it's just like I'm sitting over here about to have a heat stroke. Feel like it, bro. bro I'm already knowing. So I, I'll rewatch some of my streams just looking at me, bro, and it looked like I'm dying, bro. When I tell you, it looked like I'm playing football in 110 degree weather on the streams. <laughs> the fan don't even be working. 
Man, you think you be on the field playing for real, for real? Bro, it'd be that hot, bro. But yeah, so we gonna talk. I did a little work this uh this weekend. The fellas know about it. Uh, I was actually able to cover the. It's called the battle, but it was like a LeBron James, you know, um, like supposed to high school, best high school players across the country. Um, I was telling y'all about it, and uh, it was a good. It was a good turn. It was a good turnout, man. Like I really did enjoy it. And uh, I learned a lot, you know what I'm saying? So I really did enjoy it, and I learned a lot. Uh, but, man, what did I tell you? I, you you got to look at him. I think you ended up telling me you went to go and look at a couple of his highlights, but Gabe Cup. Gabe Cup. People, let me tell you something. If, if you haven't heard already, that motherfucker's a bucket. <laughs> Cold, he white boy. One of the coldest I have ever seen, bro. And only what 15, 16? Yeah, I think he I think he he may be just a sophomore in high school. That white boy is a bucket. Yeah, I think he only a sophomore in high school, I think, if I'm not mistaken. I, I was I didn't believe Q because Q told me he was like, bro, every time he shot the ball, they would turn around. And I'm just like, bro, this sounds like every other every other uh, upcoming high school that people have been hyping up and I, and then that same day. They put some ballers life clips out, and it was like number two, Gabe Cup. Watch out! I'm like, okay, let me let me see what Q talking about. The amount of disrespect that this man gets is going to stop <laughs> because he's a bucket. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm telling you, when he said every time it left his hands, it went in. He wasn't lying. He will pull from anywhere. And was wet with it, bro. I need his jumper. <laughs> Shit. If I had his jumper, y'all wouldn't know because I've been in the league somewhere. I swear, <laughs> I swear, bro. I would, man. Listen, if I had that shot, I would work so hard every day in my life to get better and better because I know I got a shot to make the league now, bro. You know? I, bro, I used to say all the time. I was like, bro, if God gave me like. Zach Levine's athleticism <laughs> and like Steph Curry's shot. I would be in the league, but I'm taking. I don't even want step shot. I, I take games. <laughs> Just give me something like that, and I'm in the league, bro. Man, and then it was another guy. I think I told you about McNeely. Yeah. Oh yeah. He played uh, too. He played with the Wildcat Selects. I got mm-hmm. a 10 minute video, so if, I mean it's a long video, but trust me, the highlights is unreal like it was just like dang these were some high schoolers and then i also got i'm pretty sure if y'all follow the sports y'all see now that they're talking about the lebron james and the announcer because it's everywhere now and i told you know i told everybody i said well i said it's gonna hit the news media some sooner or later and i actually got some footage i was like i said i was there so i know what was said you know news media speculating they saying it's something else like you know, he was being disrespectful. I want your take, Trey, what you said or whatever. Where right. you can get. But I tell you what he said once it come up in the video. Mm-hmm. So uh, y'all just sit back, man, get your drink, Barbie blunts, whatever it is you're doing right now, and we're gonna take a look at these, man. We're gonna take a look at this, uh, these highlights. These young boys going crazy. Playing in front of a crowd like that, it always just juices me up. It was great being on the court with that. Bad, wrong video.
Spring, do legs, pull up, walk, hey, walk in the rest of the day, brother, neighborhood. Rest of the Ronnie, three. Ronnie, three. 
Trey, what? Yeah, we do this up, but nice life. Nice life. Jump stop, kick out, raise your hands. And one. Step up. Wait a minute. Nice cut. So we back, guys. It was a little long video, but I wanted to see all the highlights we were talking about. Man, I told you. First of all, we already talked about Cup. Let's talk about this McNeely guy. Yeah, he uh we we got a problem. That boy's cold. <laughs> we got a problem. He went okay. So here's the backstory to that. Because mm. I was there. Um the actual star player, Sincere, I can't think of his last name right now. But his first name is Sincere. He just, well, that Saturday, he had just committed to the University of Illinois. So he's going to Illinois now. He was the best player. That was the one that was in, he did the Euro step through the, uh, with the yellow on. Trust mm -hmm. me, he's, he plays for St. V. He goes to St. V. He's a baller. But he got hurt. Mm -hmm. And Neely said, okay, this is my team now. I'm going to step up, and I'm going to take over. And exactly what he did. Man. He went in uh, in overtime. He went three, either three for three or four for four from behind the three-point line. He got hot. And he, as you heard the announcer, every time he let it go, he was like, we like three. Splash. <laughs> Splash. He was like, bro, McNeely is a problem. And he had the straight. He had the heat check. <laughs> they just kept giving it to him. Like, why, why wouldn't you? <laughs> I mean, and, and and it's so crazy because is the amount of defense they tried to play on McNeely in overtime. It didn't work. My guy, he said, "I'm gonna." He he he. I'm not comparing him to to him, but he legitimately became a Katie and Clutch just then. He was like, you know what? I'm gonna take this game over. And that's exactly what he did. So, shout out to McNeely. Um, I can't think of his last name either. Uh, he signed to – he just committed to University of Illinois or Indiana. One of those – no, he committed to University of West Virginia. That's right. I thought he was uh, UWV. Yeah, he is. He West Virginia. Cup is the one who's going to Indiana or something like that. <laughs> well, it looks like I'm going with him to get a jersey, damn it. <laughs> that motherfucker went luck holder. <laughs> Did you see the the lay the layup how he messed behind him? Like want to be like I followed him now on on so Instagram. I said, let me go and follow this early. He <laughs> is go be a monster. So if y'all listening and y'all are a sports fan, make sure y'all check out 
I got four people, and Brandy ain't one of them. I'm sorry. I'm not saying he ain't. I'm not saying he trash because he's not. But he's not. To me, he wasn't even the best player on the floor in either one of those games. And shout out to Midwest Basketball Club as well, man. That's who that was in the great. Bro, I tell you, they got shooters. Well, you call them Navy SEALs because, boy, they got <laughs> Listen, everybody in the gym, I was sitting. Okay, so the first game I was sitting behind. Um, I mean, I was behind the, I guess, like they family and friends and fans that came. Mm-hmm. And they were saying that they was like, they better not let Cup heat up. And at this time, I didn't even know who Cup was. They, I was like, who is that? They was like, oh, number two. I said, huh, okay, let me see. Because clearly they know something that I don't know. Man. So I was like, let me see. And then he started hitting shots, and I'm just like, hmm. And then the announcer is like, okay, like, if y'all ain't hip with Cup, y'all might want to get hip with him. This young boy, like I said, I don't brag on people, but he was the top player that, that week, last weekend. I think he averaged around like 26 points a game. I mean, as a sophomore, you still got two more years in high school. Man. You're going to get better. He's going to get better. And that's what's scary because he's already there. And, and on top of that, you're going to do even more. You're going to get better and better as the time goes along. So it's just like, it's just like, damn, like this dude is nice. He, he, he's nice. So y'all make sure, mark my word here. I said it July, July 3rd. I said it on my Facebook. I'm saying it July 8th. Right here, right now, whatever time it is, is 825. Gabe Cup is going to be in the NBA. And you're going to know him once he hits the NBA. I'm going to have a jersey already by then. My boy said he's going to have a jersey. I'm, hey, I'm on him early. So let's talk about the LeBron thing because I know y'all seen that clip and I had to play it because, I mean, the, the other news media, they are – making it bigger than what it seems and here's what was said i think i I think i told you trace but here's what was said okay so one of those shots i think you might have seen where the scoreboard had 19.4 seconds on the clock whatever lebron brunny james i'll say lebron brunny james went to the hole and it was a phantom ass call everybody in the gym was like where did this call come from right i'm saying and the announcer was cracking jokes all day. It was it was all funny when he was saying something about the other kids. But he wasn't saying nothing bad about them. You know, he was just, you know, a little snark here, snark there. You know what I'm saying? Right. But once he said something about Brunny, oh, here's the problem. But mm-hmm. all he, he didn't even say nothing about, about Brunny personally. All he said was, you know, you know who that is. You know, we know who his dad. He going to get that call. Right. Every time, you know what I'm saying? He was like, shit, we in his gym. That's what got LeBron heated. Mm-hmm. Think that's really being disrespectful, bro? To me personally, especially as like a as a like outsider, I wasn't really there, but at the moment, you know, I think it was just words. Obviously, I don't think he meant no type of disrespect, but the way it was all set up, it came off as disrespectful. Because at the end of the day, like you said, y'all in the LBJ stadium, you can't say you can't say nothing out of line. That's number one. Bron and them already out the play out, out the playoffs. He there just to see your son play, and the dude had turned to the whole crowd and told everybody in the back, you know, Bron, you know, Bron, the reason he getting that. 
So obviously, Bron gonna take it as disrespectful because you know Bron get all the hassle anyway. He flop his ass off. Every everybody in the world know that. But I think it was just because you know we was at the at the stadium to see Bronny and them play. He was probably you know already off edge because the game was a lot closer than he wanted it to be. And the ref just when he said that, I think it just sent Brown in the overboard. But like I said, to me personally, I don't think it was disrespectful because at the end of the day, he's speaking facts. It's just, it's just how it is. Anybody's anybody's son, like say like uh like if MJ's son play or something like that, or like you know. All these like like Shaq's son like they like, he gonna he gonna get a call too obviously because you know Shaq is that you know what I'm saying I don't think it's disrespectful but I think it was just set up to be, like it was perfectly set up for it to be a come off as disrespectful and Bron you know I feel like he handled it he obviously could have been you know a lot more aggressive than he was because when he took that rope off I was like ooh wee as I was like, like Bron about to get get into some ass but it, it wasn't even that bad though but. Like I said, I don't feel like he meant it to be disrespectful. It's just how it came off. That's the and like I said, that's the thing. And, and I said the same thing too when I I come in on certain posts, uh, especially on TikTok when I show on the video. Mm-hmm. I kept like, bro, he really. I'm telling you, that announcer wasn't really trying to be disrespectful. He he actually said what most of us said in the gym, right as Brunny got that foul call. Who's like, what kind of foul did you see? Like. Mm-hmm. Know why he got the foul call? It was a close game. They couldn't allow Brunny to go to the hole and miss that layup without some type of controversy because right. it made the game more interesting. It took it, and the sad part about it because Brunny actually could have won the game with, with the first free throw. He missed it, mm-hmm. and he made the second one. So he they sent him in the overtime. But the thing is, like I said, here's the thing. I get it. As a parent, you feel like you got to step up for your child. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But was that a time that you step up? Because it ain't like he was like, oh, he trashed. That's why he got the call. Da, 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 da. But at the same time, like, are you going to be able to stop games when the other people in the stands are going to be talking about your son? Right. You can't. Like, you're a professional, Brian. You should be used to the hackles. Your son didn't even get hackled because nobody in the gym said nothing bad about him, not even an announcer. Like I said, you just said what everybody else say. LeBron mm-hmm. a lot of floppy calls. Hey, your son just got one too. That might have helped win the game, but he blew the first free throw. Man, and that's what uh, that's what I'm thinking too. The only reason I'm thinking Brown, you know, flipped the way he did, because like you said, you know, he's you know up there as you know one of the best players in the world, and everything he do is is, is the, there's a camera on him. So I feel like even if he didn't say nothing, you know, they'd probably be bashing him too. Because like I said, we everybody bash LeBron just 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 because he's LeBron. So I also feel like if he didn't say nothing, you know, obviously that it would have been a whole thing for the next couple of days or weeks, where like that about how you know they said this probably Brian didn't do nothing. But like you said, bro, like he's a piece should be used to this. You can't just be stopping games like that, you know, just because you know one person that don't mean shit to you <laughs> that don't make enough, and, and the same amount of money as you. He over here reffing games. Brown's net worth is like almost a billion dollars or some shit like that. Like I'll be damned. If anything, somebody like that say save affect me to that point. But obviously, like you said, it's a, it's a parent uh, point of view that obviously Brown took of. You know, obviously that's his son, and he he wanted to be treated fairly. And I think that's probably what it is. He just don't want to. You know, it's already starting as Brownie being in his shadow, kind of, which we all expected. You got this call because you know who your dad is. Obviously, Brown probably don't want that. But like I said, at the end of the day, I don't think it was disrespectful. Like you said, half of us said it anyway. 
uh, half of us were sticking it anyway. Oh shit, where you go, bro? Fellas, I hit the wrong button trying to do something else and it ended up tapping the wrong button. So you can hit me though, right, Jordan? Yeah, I can <laughs> Okay, cool. Um, I've been so I'm, I'm doing something. But yeah, so I that's why I said like it's just I don't know. I just feel like it wasn't that serious, man. Um, like he made it something where it didn't have to be, man. Like I just feel like they could have. It, it just went. It wasn't called for. To be honest with you, bro. That's that's in my opinion, you know. But to each his own, you know what I'm saying. Crazy man. What's that, bro? So yeah, the whole shit crazy. Yeah, it is. And like I said, I don't know. I think I think you might have went overboard, but me personally, I don't know if I would have jumped in. You know what I'm saying? I probably wouldn't have jumped in. My son grown. He can handle. Well, I ain't gonna say he grown, but he got to mm -hmm. get used to that, man. Cause uh, that's what's gonna come with the territories. All right, sorry about the technical difficulties. Are you straight? Sitting over here sweating like a fool. See, this is why this is why we said we got to slow down on our shit, bro. <laughs> we, we get in here and start messing shit up, and then next, this is this is what happens. So, <laughs> this is what happens, bro. We are so hard headed, man. We are hard headed as hell, to be honest with you. And that is, again, I know we tell y'all the reason why we call ourselves ain't shit because this is, this is you know what we do. This is why we call ourselves ain't shit because we all are hard headed. You know what I'm saying? Especially when it comes to our work. Man, so, hard -headed don't, expect, don't expect us to do shit. <laughs> That's all I do. Don't expect. I'm, su I'm surprised our management don't know by now because. They stay coming up to us and shit when we be working. And I just want to look at them and be like, yo, like, you know by now this is our routine. If it ain't getting better in weeks, why keep coming up to me? Leave it alone. Y'all don't listen either. Because the shit ain't going to change. <laughs> the shit ain't going to change, bro. And I don't know why they don't understand that. Like, why do y'all understand that this shit is not going to change? Man. And they, they they just think every other day is gonna be different. They just keep they just keep sending bullshit to your way halfway through the shift after that. And I just be like, bro, like I've been here since December. If you don't know by now, then you are clueless. You ain't gonna never learn. <laughs> I tell you, when we all leave, they gonna go to an uproar so quick. Man, when we finally walk out of them doors, bro, it's gonna be a Party in they go throw a big ass party with me. <laughs> they go be like, oh thank God these fellas are out of my hour. Have the women too, the female too, because this is a couple of them that we kick kick it with on breaks, and they ain't shit either. So, <laughs> oh yeah, all genders, they ain't gonna run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We 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 don't discriminate at no, all. Yeah, if you ain't shit, <laughs> you, you just you, in that shit group. Yeah, that's just how it is. But all right, we go get into these next topics, man. Uh, 
had a couple of uh guests are supposed to come on i'm waiting on them to come on you know black people we 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 we, we always late we never on time man we're gonna be late down funeral man you know typical, how that typical niggas oh yeah oh man let's talk about this uh game one um nba finals man oh yeah this was going to eat. hey we, we already knew what was happening i called it phoenix is they ready that boy chris paul it's time he hungry baby so what you got Phoenix in? I got Phoenix in six. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna give them a sweep. I never. I would never in in my darkest. You know, imagine giving Giannis a sweep. Hell no. It's Giannis. I'm gonna give him at least two. I don't give that what nobody say. I'm giving them. I'm going Suns and six. I'm a hater. So I'm a hater right now because they put me. At, I suppose we supposed to be there. I don't. Don't be spiteful. Don't do it. Listen, my, my name is Petty, bro. I hope they sweep them. So I'm going sons and four. Damn. You want to sweep, bro? I want to sweep. I want the embarrassment. I want to. I want the world to know that y'all didn't belong there. We should have been there. You know what I'm saying? And I, I really feel like if Trey didn't get hurt game four, because we was up when he got hurt. Mm-hmm. He, we was up. So if he would have if he would have been healthy the rest of the year, I think we're in the finals. I can't say we were. But I'm, de- I'm at least 89% sure we're in the finals. But that boy, Chris Paul, they won by 13, of course, game one. And I think mm-hmm. they played tonight. Chris Paul went off for like, what, 32, 31? Yeah, it was like 31 points, maybe. I'm going uh, cheat, uh, see, just to be safe. But I'm almost positive it was 31. I'm, th- I'm thinking it's 31 as well. Yeah, I'm looking right now. Yep. Uh, it was 32 points. He played, oh. 30, he played 37 minutes. Dropped 32 points with nine assists. Boy almost had a double dub. Man. So that, that tells me right there that Chris Paul def, like you said, he's definitely hungry for it. I'm about to say, um, bro. He scored more points than D Buck. And obviously D Buck gave the number one uh option on the team. And he played more minutes than uh than Chris Paul. Like you said, he hot though, man. He hot and he hung. He like a little season piece. He hot and ready. Man, he hot and ready, boy. That five dollars. <laughs> he 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 can't wait to put his name in in the history books of the NBA. I think if I think if he win it this year, he retires. What That's what mean? I'm thinking too. That's what I'm thinking too, and I, and I want it for him because Chris Paul is in that list of uh, of athletes that I always want to see win a ring, but never that never will. Like Carmelo Anthony's in that list, obviously, uh, Allen Iverson and all of them, and Chris Paul was in there. So for him, because I, th- I I already counted Chris Paul out seasons ago, especially when he went to Phoenix. I'm like, yeah, Chris, he ain't getting one now. Hell no. And obviously they proved me wrong, and I'm rooting for him. Like I said, I, I want them to win. I think it will solidify. I mean, Chris Paul's careers was solidified already, but with the ring, oh yeah, he he getting out of here. And he gonna, he'll win this ring. Him him and Cliff, all them them stay far because they leave. It's all right. He called him the stay far dude. Yeah. <laughs> him and Cliff is leaving. Chris and Cliff is out. Uncle Cliff. Man. <laughs> hey, Uncle Cliff. Bro, I saw another commercial the other day and I was like, damn, I thought they stopped making these. Man, they they just they keep getting more creative and creative with them. I see. But uh so I mean, if I'm if I get any Hawks fans to watch this video or listen to this podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google, 
you know, whatever whatever you listen to your podcast and platforms on. Hey, man, I, I, st- I just want to say, Tracy, like I said, I cried when we lost in game six. I just knew my hopes was in the finals. It would have been our first finals appearance. I took it, I took it hard. That's why I'm hateful against Milwaukee right now. I took it hard. So the Hawks, the Hawks kind of, the franchise, they kind of um, settled me down with this video. So for the Hawks fans that's going to look at this video, man, I just, this is coming from the Hawks, man. We appreciate everything they gave us, man. We believe we finally had a reason to really root on the Hawks, you know what I'm saying? Because we use we root for them, but we usually ain't got much to root for because we usually ain't making the playoffs. So this is for y'all Hawks fan, man. Y'all like the video. Hope y'all like Playing in front of a crowd like that. It always just juices me up. It was great to be on the court with that energy. It was amazing, honestly. We really fed off it the whole game. Atlanta, you've been waiting for the Hawks to get back for playoff basketball, and it is here. This is fun basketball, I tell you. Atlanta Hawks fans are having a heck of a time. Standing and roaring. It was so loud in here, you can barely hear the whistles. They love their Hawks, and this Atlanta Hawks team that believes came all the way back. Atlanta, you're back in the playoffs and looking good. Thanks one more time to the fans. Big respect. As 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 a Hawks fan, I want to ask you this, and I need your one hundred percent honesty on this on this question. I'm about to ask you after this. Well, people is going to say probably a glorious season for Atlanta. What does this mean for next year? Where are you thinking y'all going? Are y'all thinking y'all you thinking this is just the step in the door that y'all need? Y'all, y'all got to put that last piece together. You think next year y'all make it to the finals? Yeah, and I got a couple of reasons why I think next year we'll make it to the finals. Um, we still got that same young team. They coming back. We, we right now we in discussions with John Collins. Oh, for what? They're trying to trade him? No, you know he's a restricted free agent this year. Oh so, yeah, that's right. He's asking for max contract money, so is is, but our. GM of uh of the team said he willing to spend money for a championship team, so I think we gonna lock John, John Collins in. But other than that, we got the same squad coming back except Lou Will, and I'm pretty sure they probably gonna pay Lou Will to stay. They gonna give him his money because he was only on a one year contract, so mm-hmm. give Lou Will his money. So I really think we're if we could just get one more one more piece. Like I like our big man's, I like Capella. And I like uh, Double O, but neither one of them isn't a true, true big man. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. not that seven foot guy, 260 pound guy that can just bully anybody. Right. They are smaller. They are smaller centers. You know, they like six nine, six ten, but they like two fifteen, two twenty, two twenty five. They getting beat up on. You know, by bigger guys. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like we just need like that one true big man. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I definitely, if not the finals, I see us coming back to the Eastern Conference final. I'm going to say, uh, I think you guys are going to keep the momentum. Like I said, if you guys keep the same team, I'm putting y'all probably back in the uh, in the conference finals as well. 
Because, like I said, y'all just barely got knocked out because of Trey. Obviously, the, something had to have happened. It was just going to be no walk in the park. Something had to have happened. And it sucks that it happened in them, in them games. Like I said, I feel like if, if y'all would have won, what game was that with them, uh, in Milwaukee? Because it was, what, two? It was 2-2 two, two at the time, I believe. I feel like if y'all would have won game five, y'all would have well, We could have won game four, remember, in Atlanta. That's when Trey went off. That's when I mean, not went off. That's when Trey got hurt. Mm-hmm. So that is, I mean, if we would have won game five in Atlanta, uh, was it in Atlanta? Yeah. I thought it was in Milwaukee. Yeah, game four. If we were on game four in Atlanta, I really, really, I'm so like sure we win this series. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know because Trey Young ended up getting hurt the next game. No, he got hurt that game, so he probably would have been hurt. I don't know, but I definitely, re- I really think Trey was our missing key. He tried to give us all he could in game six, but you could clearly tell that Trey wasn't being Trey on that, you know, that game because. He can't give you the hundred percent. But all right, we're gonna get into well, I like I said, I had some females that's supposed to be coming on, a couple of co-workers, friends and family. Um, not friends and family, well, yeah, friends and family. But right now they don't look like they're coming on, but we still gonna talk about it because maybe they'll jump on in a minute, you know. Who knows? Mm-hmm. I told them to come in at 8 30, it's 8 44, you know how that goes. Um where's our uh, where's our other co-host that uh i guess he worked today and he said he was tired i guess uh i don't know um yeah but he gonna get fired and i was just playing but uh he ain't shit yeah we definitely we look we go coach his ass we go mm-hmm. get him coaching yeah. All right, so so let me ask you big home this this, this this question was given to me by the females we work with um and some group females outside of work or whatever. Question. So somebody asked me, well, not asked me, but they was like they wanted to know, like, is for you, Tracy, what are your what are, what is your biggest turnoff in a woman? Bro, I got a couple on, bro. Listen now, listen. Let me let me get right okay. for this. So tell me the main one, the main turnoff that'll be like, okay, you know what? Hell no, nah, I can't do it. <laughs> you know, like I just, I, I can't do it. What is that? What is that? Man, it's just uh, no, no, no. Let me ask you: Do we talk about just like in general, or just like for the bedroom type shit, or just like just a relationship in general? In general, I hate when the motherfucker is super clingy. That shit pisses me off more than anything. I'm not. I'm not let's get the record straight. I'm not saying I don't like clingy. Cause that's definitely not the case. Like, you know, I like, you know, it's cool. Like, you know, in the bedroom or something like that, or, you know, if we haven't seen each other all day, that's cool. We can be under each other, you know, and get that time back in. But when a motherfucker is just happy, smiling in your face 24 seven and won't let you breathe, bro. That shit pisses me off more than anything, bro. To the point where I want to just pack my shit and leave. Damn. Bro, it makes it makes me so mad, bro. And that's like like you asked me what's the biggest one that has to be it. Cuz I've I've been in a relationship to where there was no personal time. Like there was nothing like even even when we when we played the game and shit like that, you know, obviously some women they like to watch or whatever. Some 
some like to be on their own and you know they'll let you go play the game and they'll go in the living room or something like that and it was to the point where i mean you know if you come out and watch for a little bit but that's cool but i'm talking about the entire time and you gotta sit right fucking here like all up in my shit bro that makes me so mad bro so i think i think when when somebody, when somebody is like over excessively clingy it just fucks it up for me that's that's spot number one so the clingling so it's clingliness for you it's the it's the two attaching you you don't like that yeah yeah and that's the thing i don't want you know them to feel like you know they, they can't be attached that's not obviously what i'm saying at all it's cool but it's just when it's just unnecessary every day like ain't no way in hell you want to be with this person this much you know what i mean like like yeah like everybody needs to value you know free and alone time and what i feel like you know i feel like if the like if the relationship is like that you know it obviously it's gonna be stronger like that but a lot of people the relationship gets fucked up because either one or both is just stuck up each other's ass 24 7 365 and then you wake up one day and you just like damn like let me breathe you know what i mean but like i said everybody needs that everybody wants that little that, that little time where you know a couple of hours or some shit like that but that shit fucks with me <laughs> especially after being in a relationship for so long and it was it was like that that fucks with me bad i think i think my uh Nagging. Nagging. Okay, give me give, give me an example. Give me an example of nagging that's gonna piss you off. <laughs> you better ask my girl then, because she'll tell you. <laughs> uh, you know, like I, I think that's my biggest issue. Like I'm I'm so well, I I can't even say I'm quiet, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm really not quiet, but Mm. Like sometimes I just be want to be quiet, don't you know? And then it'll be like, I can't. How can I even explain it correctly? But I sound like an ass. That's what I'm trying to do. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. I see that's what you're trying to do. It seems like it's so hard. You might have to bite the bullet and let it let it fly, bro. Because I, I don't want to. You know, I don't want to pop on the whole clip, bro. So that's why I'm trying to, you know, squeeze pop out one shot or two, you know. But right, in the state or something. Yeah, it's like so. Like, have you ever just been? I think I think is it is attached more to what you said as well, though the clingliness. Mm-hmm. Like when like when you chilling and then they just be like, "Why you don't do this for me? Why you don't do that for me? Why you you don't do this?" Why Bro, do this? yes. Are you sitting there chilling? You be like, "Oh, here we go with this shit again." Like, mm-hmm. like that. I hate that with a pet. I hate. Man, that. I yeah, I hate that I shit hate too, bro. I, bro, oh my god, bro. This conversation about to be long as fuck. Cause I'm about to start airing you motherfuckers out. Why? Let me tell. Like, I gotta roll them up. I'm getting. <laughs> I'm gonna get spotlight. Man, listen, listen. We will go to spot number two, bro. Spot number two that pisses me off after you know after all clinginess is the comparison of older ones have you ever had that bro to the point like you know it, it ain't it ain't hard like hard comparison but it's just like some some situations to where like you know obviously if it's recent something like that don't just keep bringing like the old like the, the most recent one in the mix 
And I'm just like, motherfucker, I, we ate the same. You can't, you know what I mean? And a lot of people do that. And that shit irritates the fuck out of me, too. Because obviously, you know, if you was in a past relationship or something like that, and you, uh, you know, you get into a new one, obviously, you know, you got some type of anxiety and shit like that from, you know, the, the shitty relationship you was just in. But my thing is, if you got somebody new in here in front of you, and y'all gonna be in a relationship, you gotta let them, you know, you gotta start fresh. You can't just keep bringing all this old shit into the new mix, because then you just gonna fuck it up for everybody. I hate that shit with a passion. God damn it, I am me. Don't sit here and compare me to what you had before and all this other bullshit. Because at the end of the day, if, if we revert that same energy, it's gonna be a problem. I know a lot of relationships to where women can't handle being compared to, you know, all the ones that the dude probably been with before. But they love doing that shit. And I'm just like, listen, here. Like you say, it's it's cool, you know, every once in a while, if it's something really bad, that's cool. But if you do that shit every day, like, you gotta get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> point blank simple. You gotta go. Because I'm not gonna sit here and <laughs> I'm not gonna sit here and do it to you. God damn it. Obviously, it's still on your mind. And if you sitting there thinking about some other person like that for so damn long, god damn it, go be with them. That's all I'm gonna say. Because I'm not the right one. You ain't gonna sit here talking all this bullshit to me about what happened before and then expect me to sit here and be like, oh, okay, well, you know, just just be fine with it. Like, what the fuck? Hell no. Shut up. I don't want to hear that shit. That, that's spot number two. That pisses me off. And that's why I say I'm, I'm kind of like you in the same process, man. Like that, it pisses me off too. You know, I, I you know, and it's just like, oh my God, like I don't want to be an ass, you know, but it, right, we don't want to be an asshole about it, but just like, yo, like, let it go. Yeah, let it go. Let it go. You in a new relationship, motherfucker, let it go. I swear I'd be the same way. That's, that's that's definitely one. I mean, I got a couple of them, but that's like my main one is that, like I said, I, I get it, you know, like, and I, I wish I had some females on her that could get their opinion. Oh, I wish too, bro, because look, I'll be in their ass right now. I know it. Because I don't want, I don't want y'all to think we're sitting here bashing the women because we're not. We're just right. giving because we're the only two right now on the show. We're giving you, you know, the things that's like the biggest turnoff, and mm -hmm. like I said. Ain't none. It's crazy though because ain't none of my my ain't none of my turnoffs anything sexual. That's it's, what I'm saying. Mine ain't sexual either. Yeah, it's 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 the mental. You know what I'm saying? It's the mental shit that that's get that gets me, and I just be like, uh, I just be like, uh, bro. That's how I feel. Like, bro, look, you you, bro. I was trying to think of what movie I was just watching the other day, or it was a. They had rebooted that new season of iCarly, bro. And that's how, like, when you when you talk to somebody and they say something, you don't like, you get the you get the ick, and you just look at them, you just like, yeah, it's a GG. You got you got to pack it. First of all, they got a new iCarly out. Yes, you didn't know that. No, I didn't know that either. They only got like five. They only got like five episodes. The only reason I watched it is because Chris told us that Carly said bitch in it, so I wanted to see if it was true or not. <laughs> I wanna where where was this at? Like I mean not where was this at, but where is it at? Uh do you got a fire stick? Nah. It might be on Amazon Prime. I think okay, because I seen some I don't know if it was Amazon Prime or some something else. Mm -hmm. But I seen, 
iCarly, and I just thought it was like the old iCarly. No, 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 no. It's the new iCarly. Sam not in it though, but uh, they got the normal ones. They got Spencer in there. Uh, Freddie, he adopted a little girl. She like ten or eleven in the show. Uh, it's Spencer, Freddie, Carly. They got this new black chick there that's supposed to be in like Sam's uh, place. I don't know her name. Uh, and I think that might be it. I I don't know what Saturday that we know about our Carly and we sitting here talking about it. I think it's worse we sit here talking with grown ass men and we talk about relationships and then we stop the whole conversation and and did a, a ninety degree turn to our Carly. Let's bring it back, damn it. Hey, that's, I swear I was sitting there saying that shit. I'm sitting here like, bro, we really legit right now. Listen, can we edit this out? Is this live? Yeah, this is live right now. I can edit Fuck. it out. <laughs> we are live on YouTube right now. Everybody we. This is not okay. Anybody watches just seeing that little moment where you had with I Carly? Listen, whoever was watching and y'all saw that, mind your business. I'm not going to tell you again. <laughs> right. My business. I enforce it here in Atlanta right now, so we got to put it in the work ourselves. Man, yeah, yeah, but don't worry, we'll put the work order in. <laughs> hey, oh yeah, we still gonna put it in. We go, we gonna send, we gonna send it to the receptionist when he get back. Oh just you know, yeah, just know right now you got. You, hey, what, what they say? You better make peace with everybody. Man, make peace with whatever demons you have left. Yeah, you better make peace because when side force come back, it's a wrap. Man, but, all right. Yeah. So our next topic, I'm, I was hoping one of the females came in, but clearly, mm-hmm. like they won't. Also, too, j- just to clarify, like you said, we not bashing y'all. We just telling y'all what we don't like. Don't make it seem like we just assholes, because that's obviously not what we doing here. But we just telling y'all, you know, what we like and don't like, and cleanliness, and you know, comparing me to, you know, older spouses or whatever, or partners, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Don't fly with me. I don't fuck with it. That's all I'm saying. True. I mean, yeah. But uh, so next topic we go get into is I, I, you know, I'm not gonna put his business out there, but you know, we got a friend that talks about relationships, a male friend that that goes through it, has his problems, and um, and he says it's hard to let go. Mm. He said it's hard to let go of his ex, and I want to know why is it? Why is it? So, so have it ever been hard for you to let go of one of your exes? Yes. It's been hard. I mean, let's see. I've only had, you know, maybe a, a nice handful of actual girlfriends growing up. But it was definitely I, it was definitely a couple times I remember when it was, like, really hard to actually let go. And I don't know why that is, but it definitely is a thing. Because when he was talking to me about it, I knew exactly how he was feeling. Has it ever been hard for you? Like, have you never reached that point? Yeah, um, I think mine was. I think my situation was a little bit more detailed and involved. Like, mine was, and I'm gonna be honest with you, it was my, it was my baby mom. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, but I had a kid that was involved in it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I think I told you last show how that how that situation went down. You know what I'm saying? But. For the longest, like I did everything I could in my in my power to find her, you know, and I just kept trying. And I was like, "Listen, I want to make this work. I want like it was so hard to let go, but it was more of me trying to keep that family together than the, you know, because to be honest with you, I think if it wasn't for my son being involved, if she probably wouldn't been hard to let go. 
She she was hard to let go after the damn two years. After that, I was like, "Fuck you!" I kicked you to the curb. But it was definitely hard for me to let her go. Like, and then I had I don't I think I had maybe one or two more since then. Like uh, one situation I think I had where we broke up, and um, I actually and the crazy part about it was because I actually broke up with her, and. I sat back, you know, when you get that time, that lonely time, you get to thinking like, damn, I might have fucked up. You know, mm-hmm. I got my girl yeah, back. Yeah, 4 a.m., the 4 a.m. thoughts. Yeah, I fucked up. Let me go and get my girl back. Mm-hmm. And they like, nah, I'm cool now. Because, and now you sitting there like heartbroken because they won't take you back. So now you're doing everything in your power to prove and be like, okay, you know, I want this shit to work again. You know what I'm saying? But it'd be too late. Right. And I I don't been in that situation before. Like I'd be like, damn dude, like I really fucked this up. And I, I it was hard to let go. It probably took it took at least a about two, two, three months. Two, three months. It took about two or three because even when she told me to stop texting, I you can call me what y'all want. I'm saying it live right here because it's not true, but y'all go call it that anyway. I was a stalker. I was a stalker. Man. I was I was texting, emailing. I was whatever way I could get in touch with her. <laughs> I feel you, bro. I swear I feel like you, where you coming from. You know, try to do everything. You know what I'm saying? I think I was like, I think I was like 18, 19 in. So I was young, whip behind the ear, whippersnapper. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I, I tried everything I could and I just couldn't. It failed. Like, but I, I did the breaking up and, and you know what I'm saying? But it is what it is. So I've definitely been in that situation, like 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 you said, our friend. Uh, and it seems like everything reminds you of them. Is is that how it yes. is? Yes, yes, bro. Literally everything. When when you at that point when it's hard to let go, everything you do or see reminds you of them, bro. Days seem longer. You know what I'm saying? Food and shit don't seem less good. Like bro, like colors seem dimmer, bro. Like. It's really a thing, and you. I'm, it was yesterday, but you said yours was like what two or three months. And mine was like six months of just heartache. I, and I'm and I was still in school at the time. I was a junior in high school, and I was fucking with some some girl. She was a hooper. I don't know what it is about about athletes, bro. That's what I was normally always attracted to. But she was a hooper, and I was with uh, you know, we was. She's, she's one of those that's already had a lot of problems, you know, it was like 2 or 3 a.m. up crying and shit, you know, trying to harm herself and shit like that. And after a while, I was just there to help. You know, I was always, you know, told people, if y'all need to help, get my line no matter what time it was. And after a while, I was just like that. But then after maybe like a good month or two, it became a thing. And I was like, damn, I'm starting to fall for this chick or whatever. So, boom, we both playing basketball at the time. We start dating or like that. Should we date maybe for like two months? Um, and then she had cheated on me with her ex that caused her to get all type of fucked up in the head like she was. Like the dude had cheated on her and she was just, you know, lost. Didn't know what to do. Like I said, was trying to harm herself. And I was like, hell no, stop this shit. You're going to be fine. And she cheated, like out of the blue, went back, cheated on me with that dude. And I found out about it at school. She wasn't there. Oh my God. From that day for like the next like six months, I was fucked up. I was a hitting shit in practice, bro. My coach 
was on my ass, bro. When I tell you I was missing wide open shit, I wasn't I wasn't thinking right in class. I was crying in class and shit. It, I was fucked up when I tell you, bro. And then one day, I think it was like summertime. Like I said, this, this is half my summer too. I'm getting ready to be a fucking, uh, about to go into the senior year. This is the beginning of the summer. And a big ass party happens. Obviously, shit, I'm the most popular kid at school. I knew when a little gathering was happening. <laughs> so they hit me about the party. I'm like, oh yeah, that's what I need. I need to get out. So I go to the party, bro, and and I was so scared, bro. Like it, like I was shaking because I like I was like, okay, you know, we in the same, we got the same friends. Maybe this motherfucker gonna be here. I get there, walk in, I scope out the area, check out the rooms. She wasn't in there. I was like, all right, cool. I'm actually about to have a good time. When I tell you, not even two minutes later, bro, she walked in the fucking front door, and we made eye contact, and my whole body just went numb, bro. That shit had to be one of the worst feelings in the world, because we uh, we haven't spoken since, you know. I found out what happened. She didn't tell me. I I blew her ass up the next morning. I sent her a novel at like four a.m. I lit her little punk ass up, and she just read it, and never said nothing. So then we at the party, we're like that. I'm getting fucked up, especially I'm getting fucked up way worse now that I know she's here. So then some dudes from another school came to the party, and. Uh, I guess, you know, she was talking to her like that. And then after like a half hour, they had bounce. So I'm going around talking to everybody. I go in the basement. She down in the basement crying. And I'm like, Tracy, we ain't going to stop and say nothing. Fuck her. Hell no. We ain't going to do this to ourselves. And the good this came out of me because I'm like, bro, like she's over just crying. I got to see what's wrong. So I go over there drunk, but I'm just like, you know, what the fuck's wrong with you? Why are you crying? And she told me one of the dudes had like groped her or some shit like that. And I was like, what? And I was like, I was I was stuck between a rock and a hard place. So I'm like, okay, half of me is like, fuck you. You deserve it. Cry. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if somebody do if somebody do you dirty, half of you, more than half shit, you said your middle name petty anyway. You probably would just let her cry. I couldn't do it. I was like, bro, I had to, I had to get to the bottom of it. So I had made them call whoever the friends they was, I made them call them back. Found, I found out what dude it was. Talked to him outside for a bit. Asked him what had happened. He told me what happened. And then next thing you know, I'm just straight up beating his ass for like a minute. <laughs> and then they load the car up and take off down the street. This girl had me so fucked up, bro. It was so fucked up. And then the next day she had messaged me and we were trying to talk and shit like this. She was talking about trying to get back together and shit. And I had to physically take myself out of the situation because I knew that girl was going to fuck me up. And that's what I was telling our friend. I'm like, bro, no matter how bad you want to go back, you got to be strong enough to take yourself out of the situation. Because obviously that's not what I wanted to do. I was going to be a fucking stupid ass and go back with her and just fuck my life up. But I had enough common sense and, you know, to say, yo, this is not, this is not for me, even though this is what I really want it's not going to benefit me. And a lot of people don't have that type of common sense or willpower, whatever you want to call it. Most people would just stay in a fucked up relationship instead of just leaving. It take more, it take more power to leave than to stay. And you, and you know what? I'm glad you said that this ain't even the topic, but we definitely fit to make this one, man. Why, why? Like, okay. So we, we discussed why is it hard to let go of someone after y'all done broke up? But definitely, you hit a key. You hit a point right there, boy. It spoke. It spoke volumes. 
Um, because I'm pretty sure it's, it's a lot of people that's going through it. They're in a relationship that they don't want to be in, but they, you know, it's like they don't want to end it. You know what I'm saying? And right. I think it's more. I think that's more like being comfortable. You know, co- comfortable. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> I know you see the tongue twisted, man. Uh, people get comfortable. You know what I'm saying? And and have you ever been in that situation? To where you've been too comfortable and didn't want to get out of the relationship yes that that was one of them i was everything was fine and i found out what happened you know and 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 like i said i sent i sent her this big ass novel at like 4 a.m bro i sent that bitch and threw my phone across the bedroom when i was done because i didn't even want to know she responded woke up the next morning to see if she had ready what she did it was like six o'clock getting ready for school and shit. she had read it and the whole day you know, at, at 4 a.m. it was different. I was pissed off and I needed to say what I needed to say. And I was really trying to like, trying not to hurt her feelings to realize, like, bro, like you did me dirty you did me dirty. And then during school, I catch myself, you know, sending messages trying to fix it. And everybody was telling me, he was like, bro, you know, we we saw this coming, we're like that, like you gotta leave. And I'm just like, no, like I'm that type of person. I will still find that small chance to try and give you, you know, to, to bring you back. So that for like for weeks, I'm just, you know messaging, trying to be like you know like we could talk about it. You know you could tell me your, your your side of it. And after a while, you sit there and realize how you don't realize how much it kills you to stay. Obviously, somebody already had given me the ticket to leave. You know they did me dirty. And I'm, I was never like that. You cheat on me, you might as well run because I'm I'm a grab for heat. <laughs> you might as well take off running. See, that was after a breakup though. I'm saying like in general, like have you ever been like that? Why you were in a relationship? Yeah, I I would say uh, shit. Even even my last one, um, I was comfortable with being somewhat miserable, and the only reason I was comfortable was because I knew if I ended it, how much that would have destroyed her. So I was comfortable and stayed there, even though after it was a, it was long overdue. I was there just, you know, being miserable, going with the emotions, but not really saying anything after all because I didn't want to have to deal with someone hurting like that. You know what I mean? So pretty much what I'm what I what I took off of that is because I think I've been in that situation as well before. It's like you don't want to end it because you don't want to hurt her. Mm-hmm. Like you still have the love is is still be there. Don't get right. me wrong, like the love is still there, especially when that relationship been like it's been something that's been solid. Yeah, been a few okay. years. Hell yeah. So if it's been solid, you you know the love is still there, but it's more like it's more like you don't want to hurt her, but you don't want to hurt yourself either, though, because you don't right. want to make that mistake and end something, and then you're sitting back like weeks later, and you like, damn, I just lost something that was pretty good. Exactly. You know, but I honestly, I'm gonna be honest with you, and I think the reason why most people do, most people even stop being so stop being so like comfortable in the relationship and the reason why people like i don't know if it's the fact because you know they say a lot of times especially when it comes to men i don't agree with it but you know that's what they say about us is that men we tend to want to you know like explore our options if that makes sense mm-hmm. and it's not because you don't love your woman or your or your woman don't love your man or however you want to say it it's more about like the time you know what i'm saying you put in all this time and and i think i told somebody the same thing and i said it, it ain't like men want to cheat 
I can't I can't say speak for every man, but it ain't like men want to cheat. Mm-hmm. It happens because you get bored. Yeah, I think that's I think that's why most cases are people like I said, people don't really want to cheat all like that. But I think it's just because you like you said, you get bored. But I, I, I this is what I really think it is. And I had put this on Facebook, especially in the generation we in now. It ain't about loyalty or that shit no more. It's about attention, bro. Y'all could be going, y'all could be going through something, and y'all, you know, it could be it could be a week or so. Y'all could be arguing, bickering, whatever, and they'll, you know, some, you know, a woman could hit up another dude, or vice versa. We could hit up another female, and they gonna tell us exactly what we want to hear, and then boom, you got a red, you got a red fucking flag in the corner, like oh shit. You know what I'm saying? This person somewhat gets me. You know, they understand. And then, boom, next thing you know, you talking to this person every day and shit like that instead of, you know, sitting, like buckling up and trying to figure out what's going on with your household. People like to find an escape route or, as everyone like to call it, plan B. And because they getting all this attention from this person. Okay. I'm my bad. Go ahead. Keep going. No, 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 you could go ahead. Oh, well, so we got a couple of comments here. I can actually read them on the screen. Okay, cool. Uh, this is the new feature they're giving us. So we got a Misty Landrum on the line. That's one of our coworkers as well. Mm-hmm. Um, she said, I, w- I would say kind of comfortable because you think you have someone by your side, but yet you're still miserable. You're still trying to hold on. That's true. And then she also said, but if you love love the person, how can you be bored? Well, I mean, this is how, this is how you can get bored in a relationship. Like you know, y'all get when that first relationship starts, y'all doing everything. Y'all, Man. y'all doing everything. Movies, movies, dinners, all that. Yes, y'all just y'all just living. It's fresh. Y'all living life, and y'all just oh, I can't wait to see my boo. You mm-hmm. know, and then you 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 eight nine years in. Or however long, even not even that long. Shit, two, three sometimes. Yeah, yeah, two, three, yeah. And y'all not doing the same thing that y'all were doing when y'all first got together. Mm-hmm. That's how you get bored. Right. And that's not just a man thing. That's a woman thing, too, because women will get bored with the dude mm-hmm. because he's not doing the same thing he was doing when y'all first started dating. That's true. So, Miss, that's how I say the relationship can get boring. And that's how... And like Tracy said, he mentioned a key word, attention. Mm-hmm. Like you start getting that attention from somebody else and you it's, it's like, you know you're doing wrong. You be like, nah, I can't do that shit. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I ain't trying to cheat on my girl. I ain't trying to cheat on my dude. Right. You know, you, but then somebody give you that attention that you kind of craving and you sit there and if you entertain it just like a split second, they got you. They got you. That's all it takes is a split second. Like if you just entertain just a little bit, they got you. And then next thing you know, you sitting there, you stuck in the web. You call you caught in the Charlotte. You call you caught in Charlotte's web. Why you can't get out? Yeah, you caught. And and like I said, it goes for men and women. It goes for both. And no, Missy, I don't think the grass is green on the other side. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying in general, like again, like I said, it goes both ways because if I don't give Let's just say if I don't give my wife uh, all the attention she needs, somebody probably somebody on the side probably will. Right. And vice versa, if if she don't give me the time, well, ain't nobody on my side. So, but if she don't give me the time, then it's kind of like, well, damn, she's not giving me the time, but she is. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. and vice versa. He not get, my husband ain't giving me no time, but this friend on the other side is showing a lot of interest in her. Right. She's gonna get sucked into that, into that, that you know, that web. He web. Yeah, he she's gonna get sucked into it. Mm-hmm. So that's why I say a lot of the relationships don't last because it and it gets boring. And I've heard that plenty of times, you know, like like it's boring, you know what I'm saying? Like my relationship, I don't heard it's been boring, you know. And X has said the same thing, like you don't do what you did in the beginning. Right. And also I think what what uh, a big part is of that is also I think life takes its course. And after a while, you know, especially like I said, when you when you first when you first start to be with somebody, you know, what I'm saying y'all living in different houses, you know, y'all fresh, y'all just like y'all trying to learn each other, figure each other out. So obviously, you're trying to spend as much time as possible. Yeah, like you said, let, let some years go by. You know, what I'm saying y'all you know moved in together. You know, what I'm saying you know y'all y'all know how each other's everyday life is. Y'all got babies or some shit like that. And after a while, you wake up, you're like, you know, hey, we haven't. We haven't done, you know, shit. We haven't gone out or nothing like that. That's why I always try to make sure, you know, I keep it, you know, fresh. Always like, because quality time is very important. But I also feel like too sometimes when like life takes its course, some people don't just want to be doing all that shit right now. And and that's the thing they need, it, especially when a lot of negativity comes in your life. You know, you should want to be like, you know, babe, let's go out for a dinner or some shit like that. But when when life really takes its course, it's like it's stressful for everybody. So obviously at that point in time, you know, somebody is somebody is really lacking energy. And most of the time it's the it's the woman. And you know, I know some, you know, dudes need attention, we need all our love too. But most of the time, you know, women crave that shit. They need it. So obviously if you going through something and you know, you ain't able to give that type of energy or whatever like that right now, and then, you know, like I said, somebody on the outside does. It just creates red flags. And that's why I like to tell people too, you know, don't be telling people what the fuck's going on in your household. You know what I'm saying? Like that. Cause then look, because especially men, how we are, you tell you a woman can sit there and tell, I'm gonna break it down for you. I'll, whatever lady sit here, listen to this. Cause this is the truth. Whenever, whenever a woman sit there and tell us exactly what's going on, we already know the perfect thing to say to you <laughs> to get you to forget about it. We we it's it, we are it's it's instinct it's it's perfect it's it's it, I've seen it it's how it happens and like I said after a while like it could just be a couple a couple of text messages here and there on this certain day and then next to you know shit a week or two has gone by you talking to this motherfucker every day because he you know he's playing he, he's 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 giving you what you what you need and then next thing you know you gonna start forgetting about what you have already. And it's going, it's going to cause a lot of problems. And I just feel like most of the time, men and women enough ain't buckling down and fixing what they fixing the problem at home itself. Everybody likes to jump ship. Everybody likes to jump ship when it gets hard to find that escape route or that extra that little that little bit extra of attention or something like that. And then next you like you said, all it takes is a split second, and you hooked. Yeah. You yeah, and and that's why I say it's just is 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 the attention. It's the attention that the person craves, man, and that's 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 what it boils down to. It's just like if you ain't getting, if you ain't giving your significant other the attention, somebody go try to slide in the picture. Yeah, I mean, yeah, 
That's that's the thing, I man. Especially like I said, with this generation, man, it's craved. It's craved though. That's all they want. That's all they need. And obviously, like I said, it, it's just they're just so people are just so quick to jump because you have that. And like I said, times gets hard for everybody. But just to imagine how the world would be if every single person was just jumping ship because something was going on. You know what I mean? And that seems like what's going on around here. Like, like obviously, like you said, people don't want to cheat or nothing like that. But after, you know, I guess when shit like that happens, just like, like you said, you caught. And then you got to deal with the consequences of the whole situation, which is going to more than likely 10 times out of 10 going to end very badly. And I like to say, I just feel like some, most people need to start keeping, you know, they, they relationship shit private. And God forbid, if you if y'all if y'all try to work it out and realize you can't, it comes to the conclusion. Then I'm I'm a I'm a true believer. I feel like you should break it off first before you go do something spiteful. And and, and you, I think you just said something just then too that that kind of struck me. And I'm sitting here saying to myself like, "Oh, you made a valid point." I again like you're not you're not that old, Tracy. If I don't know, he's still in his twenties. So yeah, early twenties. Yeah, but he's still knowledgeable. But you know, back in the days, our grandparents they fought for the relationship, man. Like, <laughs> like granddad, and, and not to say I condone granddad's doing it, and you know, our granddad, because I'm pretty sure my granddad cheated on my grandma. I think we all kind of knew that. Oh yeah. And you know, but for some reason, she stayed around. She stuck it out. You know, uh, and of course, times are different from back then because a lot of women wasn't in the work, you know, in the workforce. A lot of women wasn't in the workforce. So I get that. But, you know, like like you said, nowadays, people don't fight for the relationship. Yeah. So that makes it also easier, too. So, so like, if a dude slides in your girls or how, trying to holler at your girl and she not happy at home, she go instantly gravitate towards that dude. You know mm-hmm. Because it's so easy to replace people now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, like you said, there ain't no fighting going on. It's, it's easy. People just find out that that little quick escape route. Yeah, and that, and that's what happens. Like a lot of people, you know, instead of instead of like, well, I'm gonna try to be strong and I'm gonna try to fight through this situation. Mm-hmm. No, they just be like, you know what? I'm gonna just move on because I know it's somebody else out there looking for me. Right. But in the same time, but that person haven't that person haven't gotten over that person who hurt them either. You get what I'm saying? Like you moving on, but yet you still hurt. By your last person like you have to heal yourself first that's what i'm saying but no i mean again like i said sometimes i feel like you can fight through any situation if 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 the if y'all really truly love each other the way y'all say y'all do y'all yeah. definitely fight through that situation now some situations i get you know you can't fight through it right like, you bringing a baby home then that's that's a tough decision you like uh like man you know, you pregnant by another dude, and yeah, that situation might be a little different. Fight same with men. You know, you going to your girl to tell her like, hey, this chick on the side talking about she pregnant by me. You know, it might hurt. It might hurt her. But I feel like if y'all really, really, truly love each other, y'all, y'all figure a way to get through that. Right. But let me ask you something too. Like I said, especially in this generation, have you ever seen? something that's strong around here to the point because like i said a lot of people break up off stupid shit 
uh, like shit that's not as deep as that. Like like you said, if somebody possibly saying they could have a kid on this, you know, on the way on the side, you know, something really strong, you could try to work through it. A lot of people are breaking up over social media shit, you know, text, you know, comments or shit like that. So I really like, like I said, that's probably how it was back in the, you know, in the days. And that's the like, I hate, I hate that I was uh, born in the late nineties. Uh, like I would have loved to have born like the late eighties, you know what I'm saying? Because I feel like I would have had it all like the right picket fence, the kids, the minivan, all that shit. <laughs> but cause like now, like I said, it's not, most of the time it's not even real no more. Like it's, it's just real. It's, it's just convenient. Like relationships are convenient now. It's just like, yo, whoever's giving me this much attention, whoever doing this for me is who it is right now. And then like I said, something could happen and boom, they somewhere else. Well, you, you, you asked me, so I, I, I think I got an answer for that. And again, it goes back to the, the generational change, man. Like nobody is willing to fight for it. And right. I'm, and I'm going to respond to Misty too. Cause she said, how do you know if it's really worth fighting for it, if it's better to just, or if it's better to just let it go. Mm. Well, you, you know, it's willing to fight, you know, it's worth fighting for yeah. if like like Tracy said, it was hard for his ex for her, for him to let the ex go. You know what I'm saying? You would know because you feel like once that once you end that relationship or try to end it, and then you go weeks weeks you know in, and you got a lot of time to sit back and think to yourself like, like damn, you know, like I love her. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, and once you realize how much you love her, how much you I ain't gonna say you can't live without her. But how like you can't you can't see yourself with nobody else, then you know it's time to fight. But trust me, if the relationship is bad, that if it's bad, like horrible, you'll be like, I'm out. I mean, no. Yeah, you 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 know it's not it's not I mean, I'm not gonna say it's it's a always an easy, you know, situation, but nine times out of ten, you gonna know if if something's really worth fighting for. If it ain't that bad or something like that, obviously, you know. You're going to do what you can. But like I said, if you just get cheated on left and right, you know what I'm saying? You getting abused or something like that, you got to have just at this point just enough common sense to be like, hey, this ain't it for me. I got to go. And a lot of people don't have that. But like I said, if, it, if it's something major you know, or not that major, you know, just maybe just, you know, issues going on between you know, social media or like in the family or some shit like that to the point where y'all got to sit and talk about it, then yeah, by all means, fight for what you want. Even if it is that bad, fight for it. But most of the time, it ain't going to reach that point. But you're going to know for sure. It, it's going to be sitting in front of your face clear as day. And see, I think a lot of people, I think a lot of people also, um, I know it keeps going back to the quitting part. But I think, like I said, it, it goes back to having options, man. Like, mm. people have options. So, a lot of people just like, you know, I ain't. And pe I think people don't think humans make mistakes. But, right. but you know, humans make mistakes. That's what we do. But the thing is, like, like, and, and this goes back to answering Misty's question. Like, if it's a repeated, repetitive thing, like, if you caught them cheating in January, and then you forgave them, and you caught them cheating in February, and then you forgave them, and then you caught a cheat them in March. Right. <laughs> clearly, now you have to know that this is a situation you just gotta let go. That's what I'm saying. This person isn't gonna change. Man, 
And then that's the thing. They, they try to find the goodness in people too much to, instead of, you know, taking the sign that's in front. Like you said, if you find somebody cheating, you know, one time, you know, if they, if they like I said, I don't condone cheating, no way. But if you cheat one time and, you know, you all sit there and try to talk about it and you and all end up working it out. OK, cool. But like you said, if you if you catch him cheating in January and you forgive if you forgive him and then you turn around and catch him in February and you're like, oh, I'm going to forgive him again. And it turn out, catch him in March. OK, now you just look stupid. Like, yeah, you look stupid. This this ain't on nobody else. But, you, but your fault now. You don't have enough common sense to be like, oh. He cheated the first time in January. I forgave him. This gonna be the end of that. Fool me once. <laughs> Shame on me, damn. Fool me twice. Same on Shame you. Shame on you, damn it. So you catch him two more times, you just gonna keep forgiving him, forgiving him. Like, bro, like where is your common sense at? Like, get out. Yeah, and, and, and like I said, you're definitely right. At some point, you gotta realize these red flags keep popping up, and this is a consistent thing then there's no reason to keep fighting for that relationship because clearly he or she isn't going to change because he or she is, is just continuing to do it. Yeah. And yes, and they, they're, they're doing it because you've given them this green light that, Oh, you're going to keep coming back. I, I'm like I said, I'm not condoning that shit once. A lot of people can do that. They can catch some, they the spouse cheating or whatever like that. And they'll be like, okay, you know, that's just this one time we're going to talk about it. We're going to move forward. I'm not like that, especially with all the anxiety and depression I went through from the story I just told y'all a little bit ago. You cheat on me, you better hope I'm not home. You or you, you better hope your shit is out before I get home. Because damn it, if I get home and you still there or your shit, oh we. Hey, with my boy, it's gonna be trouble, man. When I tell you, it's gonna be smoking the city. Lord have mercy. I'm, I I can't have it. You ain't you ain't gonna be out here doing shit, doing shit like that on me. I think you just first of all you getting out my house. That's step number one. And I'm gonna be generous not to let you see if I'm if I'm gonna let you take your stuff with you <laughs> because if you if you that spiteful to disrespect somebody like that to cheat on them like like you ain't really you was never really loyal or nothing like that in the first place. Like I said, I'm a firm believer. I'll break up with you. I'll look you dead in the face, but hey, I don't want to be with you no more. Or, you know, I'm sick of you. Yeah, if it's that if it's that bad. Or, you know, it just ain't working out. Then we're gonna split up and then I'm gonna go do what I do. But I'm not gonna never, you know, not have a I'm, I'm not gonna never have a problem with you and just play, oh, I can't take this no more and just go and cheat and just come back. No, I feel like that's highly disrespectful. And that's what I'm saying. If if Lord have mercy, if I'll I pray that day never happens in my house. <laughs> I swear to God, I pray it never happens. But my that's God. that's that's what I that's what I think about. I'm just like, yo, y'all gotta, you hey, gotta. Hey, we gonna have a free free teacher. Man, you gonna have to make them shirts, bro. Because Lord, listen, it ain't gonna be long. <laughs> you gonna have to have the shirts made. Because I'm going. I'm going and, 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 let, and let it be in my house and, and let both let both be in here. <laughs> I'm going and they going too, but we going to different places. I'm telling you, I'm telling you with the heartbeat. Man, we going to different places. They both will be in the back of a truck and I'm gonna be in the back of the car. But it, it, I, I just feel like a lot of people don't have that type of maturity to to end it first. 
which I feel like, which is what you need. And on this topic, look, I just found this lyric too, because I, I knew we were talking about this and I was like, this is going to be perfect for this uh, topic. Obviously, it's by the light-skinned god, Drake. Everybody knew this. Uh, but Drake said, we live in a generation of not being in love and not being together. But we sure make it feel like we're together because we're scared of seeing each other with somebody else. If that don't make the most perfect amount of sense for this topic, I don't know what does. Perfect sense. If that don't make 100% sense for this conversation, I don't know what else does. Perfect sense. Then we, we are just scared of seeing each other with somebody else, but we'll sit here and put ourselves through this miserable relationship just because we can't. We don't want to see nobody else with, with one another. That is so fucked up, but or, it's or the truth. People, or people scared. And yeah. that, that's another thing. A lot of people be scared to start over. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. A lot of people be scared to start over because a lot of people you know, gave they all you know, into the, you know, previous relationship that they just like, I don't want to go through this shit again. You know, because I've heard women say that. Mm-hmm. The reason why they stick with a dude because they don't want to start a whole new, you know, start the dating process over and get to know a new guy. Because again, like every, and I tell people, every relationship you come out of, you take you taking baggage into a new relationship. Right. I know a lot of people like, oh, no, I don't because, you know, once I get in a new relationship, I'm only thinking about him, him only. I'm only focusing on that relationship. No, you don't. You take baggage from your old relationship into the new relationship. Mm-hmm. Because, again, like I said, I just we gave the example of if your dude or if your woman cheated on you three times and you don't call them all three times and then you finally break up and you finally decide to jump to that dating pool again, guess what's going to happen? And you find somebody you want to be with, you know, and want to, you know, start this committed relationship, guess what? I promise you, nine times out of a ten, nine times out of ten, you don't trust that guy or you don't trust that woman. 100%. Because you brought what happened out of your last relationship mm-hmm. into a new relationship. And so women don't be want to get into that, so they end up just, they just stay with the person that's hurting them the most. Right. And a lot of people don't want to invest all that time and in work into somebody new. Yeah. Like I said, just imagine, like, bro, I was in a relationship for almost four years. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, bro, that shit takes a lot out of you. That's a lot of time. I really wouldn't say wasted because I feel like everything happens for a reason. Obviously, you know, them four years wasn't all bad. Shit, uh, most of it wasn't bad. It just, you know, towards the end, it just, you know, wasn't working out. But just just imagine being with someone, and that's not even that long. Like, people be together for 10-plus years and all that. But, like, now – investing all that time and work and, you know, being with somebody and shit like that. And then after a while, you know, it just slowly just feels like something ain't right. And you just sitting there and, and you just like, okay, if this don't work out, why would I, you know, be single for a little bit, jump into a new relationship when I know, you know, I just wasted all this time. And a lot of people that they'll, they'll be with somebody for a long time and feel like they don't have anything left. So when you get into a new relationship, it's just like this person is just drained the fuck out. Like you, you are a dry kitchen mop at this point. You don't have no type of water to soak up. You just getting the sh- you just getting the shit end of the stick because they just run they just run you out so bad in the last relationship, and that caused that caused a lot of problems too. Because someone's like, you know, I would never be able to love all of you now. Yeah, I ha- I only get to love a piece of you or half of you 
because you let yourself be stuck in this situation, you know, for all these years where like that. And now it's like, you know, what the hell can I do here? And then after a while, you just like, you know, especially about the person that was just in that relationship. It's just like sometimes they I bet they just feel like they don't have anything left either. And that's what that's what messes up a lot of relationships, too, because you guys it's like some person's giving their all and the other person isn't because they physically can't, you know, physically, mentally can't because they're drained. And after a while, that creates problems, too. Yeah, you're definitely right. And like I said, I definitely see it. Uh, I'm pretty sure everybody sees it. That's that's just how relationship goes these days now. So that's why I saw a lot of accepting shit, you know, because. Like you said, people just, they don't want to put that time, effort, and energy into a new thing. So they just sit back and be willing mm-hmm. to, you know, accept whatever the significant other does. Yeah. Because I, I I mean, I think it's, I think love, I think, I know love is real, you know, but I, I in my opinion, I be sitting there saying to myself sometimes, is love real enough to allow you to be cheated on like 30 fucking times? That's what I'm saying. Is like is love really love to where you can accept, you know, outside children into your marriage or your relationship? Like, like you know, like mm-hmm. outside children. Like, it can love really be that strong? And right. and I again, I'm I, I want to say yes because of what I see, but then I be sitting back like, damn, dude, I don't think it's that strong though. Yes, I unless I want to believe it's that strong because, like I said, obviously growing up, you know, we watch, you know, our parents, you know, grandparents, and all that being relationships, and they always try to teach us that you know, love conquers all and stuff like that. But like you said, bro, is love really that fucking strong to where you just keep you, you're just content with being hurt and just putting yourself through something like that? And at the end of the day, me knowing who I am. You know, I can love somebody, but damn it, you got to love yourself, too. And a lot of people don't know how to because they're so content with loving this asshole that's fucked up they they whole life for these last couple of years. And like a lot of people forget how to love they self first. And because obviously the saying is, how can I, how can I love you? You know, if I don't even love myself yet, you know, how, how can I, how can I be this for you? And I'm not right yet. A lot of people don't know, and a lot of people don't know how to get there. And like I said, I'm not one of those people, you know what I'm saying? I feel like I love, I love hard. Every, anybody who knows me knows I'm 10 toes down for mine. You ain't going to talk crazy about mine. I'm going to provide for mine. I'm going to do what I do. But damn it, like I said, something like that happened. I'm going to love you, but you got to go. I'm going to love you from a distance. I'm going to love you from a distance, goddamn. I know, I know, I know my boundaries. I know my place. I know my worth. Like, I'm not going to, like, I don't condone none of that. So, like, at the end of the day, I'm going to love you, but I'm going to love you outside of this door. <laughs> you going to be on this outside and you gonna, you going to take care of yourself. You're going to live your life. And I'm going to live my life knowing, you know what I'm saying? You know, if you ever need something really, you know, even though in, in, in that type of situation, you like, you know, don't, don't come back this way. I'm not that type of, somebody really need help. I'm there. But as a relationship wise, Hell no, um, it's not happening. All right, so hey, let me. Okay, so I'm glad. I'm glad we on this conversation now because <clears throat> about two weeks ago, um, for the people who who watched us faithfully or whatever, listen to us faithfully, y'all know Miss Asia Center, uh, one of our coworkers or whatnot, 
And I think we was having a conversation about side chicks for some reason. Mm-hmm. But I told, her, I told her, and please let me know if y'all agree. This is for you too, T. Y'all let me know if y'all agree or disagree. Is there still a such thing as a side chick or a side dude? Or do you just really call them options now? Uh, I want to say there still is the side, you know, side chicks, side dudes. Because I, I never really heard people call them options, even though that's when you're an outsider looking in, you're like, okay, you know, these are different options. But when you, I'm guessing when you, you know, when you have those, you know, it's, it's like, like, especially if you've been, if you've been having them for a long time, people feel like they need it. And they also feel like too, if you're in a relationship, you know, and you keep them, obviously something goes wrong. Those are your first ones you hit into. But I mean, they look like options, but I feel like to the person, they still, you know, I mean, they still on the side, which I don't, you know, it's, which don't make no fucking type of sense to me either. Cause like I said, why have all these pieces, you know, you got a side piece here, a side piece over there, stuff like that. Just waiting. You like basically you I feel like people have those because they're just waiting for their significant other to fuck up. And that way they're like, okay, you know, this person went and cheated on me. Shit. I got, like you said, option one right here ready. You know what I mean? Like I don't I don't know why it is that you know that it why it is the way it is. Because it all comes back to me feeling like if there's a problem and you feel like you know you're about to reach that point. I need you just to end it now. So that way you're not getting bashed and, you know, fucked up for doing it while we still technically in a relationship. But to everybody, I still feel like they're still side pieces. See, and it, it I wouldn't say, I would, I don't believe in, I don't believe it's still no such, I don't believe it's a such thing as side pieces no more. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm going with the options. Mm-hmm. Um, because see, here's here's why I say that with side pieces, side, your side chicks or your side dudes are usually the ones that come give you the satisfactionly physically. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, like I mean, it's physically and uh, mentally and emotionally. But like, you're actually out cheating. When I when I look at side pieces, I think y'all actually cheating. Y'all fucking. You right. know, y'all doing it all. Y'all damn near in a whole nother relationship. But when it comes to options, when I say options, I'm saying like you might not physically be dating or i mean not physically not dating you might not physically be having sexual relations with another person or even mentally attached to or not mentally emotionally attached to them right you know like you said you know if you and your if you and your old lady was to break up right now you have somebody right now that you can be like oh well i'm just gonna go over here right and, that's why that's why I was telling Asia, I was like, I don't even really consider it these side pieces no more, because a lot of dudes and a lot of women have options. And 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 we hear women say it all the time. So if y'all women sit here and tell me y'all don't say it, I know I, I know y'all lying. Y'all mm-hmm. have options. Y'all have plenty of them. Right. And, and if one if your dude fucking up, guess where you got somebody that you can fall back on. Right. And vice versa. Yeah, and y'all might have y'all might have never done anything physically or emotionally or whatever, but you know, if this motherfucker keep fucking up, I'm gonna go and get Jerome. Man, I'm gonna go and be with Jerome. All right, I'm gonna go be with them, and that's the thing. And, and the way you breaking it down, I can see where you coming from. And like I said, now that we talked about it, uh, you know, I'm, I'm I'm probably going over to the option side as well. But also too, 
you got to think, you know, we talk to, you know, we, we in different age groups. So obviously with the young kids now and your kids around my, uh, people around my age, you know, it's cool to have, you know, side pieces and all that type of shit. But obviously when, you know, you're a little older and you're looking at it, you're like, bro, these are just options. But like you said, I feel like with the whole side piece thing, that's like, it's basically like a, a inner relationship inside the actual relationship. Yeah. You're basically condoning two people at the same time. What the options thing is, you know, it's just like, you know, all right, keep fucking up. You know, you get one more time and then boom, I'm about to go get old girl or like that. And then, you know, it's a wrap. But like I said, even with, you know, it being, you know, either side, side pieces or options, like I said, like, like I don't, I don't know who really goes to base the relationship off it. But like I said, it all comes back to, at least for me, I'm just like, you know, you, you got to come to me first and, and at least end it before we do anything irrational. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I, I definitely feel what you say about the option side now, though, because like, like I said, if you just technically the side pieces, it's an inner relationship inside. And 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 I feel like that's worse. Because you, you got somebody smiling in your face, kind of, thinking everything is perfectly fine, and at the end of the day, they still entertaining somebody else. Other than, you know, at least with the options, you're like, okay, you know, it's just us. But like you said, something, you know, if you fuck up, boom, you know, I got this one, you know, I'm I'm ready. At least you ain't, you know, the it's it's still it's still both of y'all. That 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 person's still on the outside when I said with the others, with the other piece with the pieces, somebody is on the inside that you don't even know about. Yeah. And God forbid when that motherfucking when that firework go off, oh, it's gonna be some hell. And see, that's why I feel about with the option, like the option. And and this is why I say it ain't no sense. I, I really I'm going with the option piece. I mean not option piece. The option side is because with the option it can that situation could never pop off. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Like y'all could just you could just be friends with somebody and and you'd be like, well, you know, like if I went in this relationship, then this is who I'd be with. Right. But clearly, you know, you aren't with that person. But you you know what I'm saying? In your head, you like. Well, if I went with this person, then I could have been with that person or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. With side pieces, is y'all are physically connecting. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like y'all are actually doing because, like I said, with an option, an option is just that I can. You know, it's just like a, uh, it's just like a uh, a contract signing in, in the NBA, NFL. I can mm-hmm. choose to pick pick up this contract, or I could choose to release you to free agency. Right. You know? Right, <laughs> right. You, we can either extend your contract or trade you. Yeah, that's why I say the options. That's what it is. Because I'm not, like I said, I know a lot of women that sit here and say, "Be like, oh well, such and such trying to talk to me, or such and such trying to talk to me." I'm like, damn, dudes, you got trying to talk to you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's why I say I, it's it's more of an options. Like you pick nowadays is. Oh, I get the pick of the litter. I can pick who I want. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Compared to just, oh, well, I already got somebody on the side. I'm already smashing him or her. Right. You know what I'm so I think a lot of people got a lot more options. Here, we got a dude that fuck with us. What'd he say? He said, I ain't in a relationship, but I know a lot of females. I talk to a lot of females. Yeah. It's just, it's just boundaries, man. You, 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 you got to know your boundaries. Right. You got to know your boundaries. Hell yeah. But all right, man, we done talked a lot about these relationships, man. Hopefully y'all got a good, 
good take out of it. I want to play these two videos. One of them is a, uh, a Amazon video. It don't it don't affect us because we do what the fuck we want to do at work. <laughs> <laughs> this ain't us, but I did find it. I thought it was hilarious a little bit, and then. You know, I saw I found this video on TikTok, and I feel bad for my short guys. You know, and like, as if I was him, I probably would have been ready to punch one of these females out. I'd have been yeah. punching. But I'm gonna give y'all let y'all look at the video, man, and and, and hopefully y'all laugh at it too because I found the shit funny. But uh, he was hey, you funny and all, but like you a midget, I can't do it. <laughs> I'm sorry, baby. It's the height, but we could be friends. We could, you know, we could kick it, you know. You already know what I just said. You know, y'all have to pass. I'm sorry, but you know, you know, <laughs> pass. I almost feel bad. I'm past. <laughs> I ain't even get on your toes. I'm just passing. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm a pass because I'm kind of tall. I'm a pass because you're my homie. I, I can see over you. That's so messed up, bro. Hey, why every female pass over dude because of his height, bro? I'm mad for the homie. Like, he might be a good dude. <laughs> they all pass over him because he was short. We got to show this. Hey, listen, man. I ain't no short dude. Me and Tracy neither. We over our six feet limits. But I got to show some love to the little short guys, man. Listen, I feel... Seeing that TikTok, I felt bad for him. I said, damn. Like, none of them said he was ugly. They all was just like... Bro, the one who said I could look over you, that shit would have... That's I, disrespectful. I would have speared. I would have uppercut the shit out of her. A right dude, I swear, bro. <laughs> Bro, I swear she said I can see over you. And that and, and I feel so bad. And this is what I'm talking about. This generation, bro. Like you said, none of them say dude was ugly or nothing like that. They just said that they could see over him, so they all passed him. You telling me that you are you are basically throwing away a potential good dude who probably got a lot of money, who could provide for you, nothing like that. You throwing it all away. Because you can see over him because he's not meeting your height standards. Like do you do you see what the women today are basing their picks off of? That's because they got options. See, I got to Do you see how the women are today, bro? They are all they all passed my dude because he was short. Like, what does that even mean? Which is so crazy, bro, because and now this is the part where we go be bashing the women. Cause it's yeah. Y'all ain't, ain't shit. Really, yeah. And I think we talked about this as far as like we said, uh, men, we talked about this last show. Men will settle for certain women, but women will not settle for certain men. Yeah, that's, and it's, y'all just ragging for it. I ain't gonna lie to you. It's just one word for it, raggedy. So, so like the thing is, it's like, like, it's, like he said, all them passed over dude because he was short fucked up situation because that man could have possibly been probably the best thing that entered your life. Man. But the thing is, you didn't give him a shot because he was short. Right. You didn't give him a shot. That dude could have been the next best thing to slice bread. And y'all passed on him because he was short. Like, bro, like how, first off, how, how you, this, this would have been funny. 
I wish they would have. I wish they would have went to the tall dude and be like, "Oh, you know, I, I want you." And he, he would have been like, "No, I don't want you. You too short or something like that." Yeah. Uh, because look, that's what's wrong with the women today. They so damn picky, and it's like, like you said, you don't want to be an asshole. But some some of these women, they need that energy reverted back. Like damn, they he would be like, "Motherfucker, you too damn tall," like just, or some shit like that. Like get they so disrespectful, and it pisses me off. And I feel bad for my little dude, but but see, there's always hope for him. It's gonna be somebody like four eleven that won't even. He's gonna be a giant. Holy, that's what I'm saying, bro. That's and look, especially with us being as tall, that's a, a like I said, I've been women has been in my life my entire life, and most of the time, especially when I started fucking around with women in like high school and shit like that. Most of the time, it's just like, oh my god, you're so tall, or like you're so big, or whatever. And it's like. Obviously, like everybody got eyes, motherfucker. Like, I'm <laughs> who don't know I'm big as fuck or tall. Like, but that's the thing is, like, now that's really all it takes, you know. It just like people don't even look in, you know, to see like what somebody has to offer, you know, emotionally, spiritually, you know, stuff like that. No more. It's just either physical appearance, you know, somebody's ugly, or you know, they feel like they're cute, or somebody's you know, a little fat or too skinny, or some shit like that. Like, a lot of people base their their options, mostly off of appearance, off of you know what's in your pockets, how tall you are. It's just like, bro, it's like y'all be looking at the wrong stuff, and then wonder why later in the relationship, why the relationship ain't works because you ain't picked the motherfucker for the right reasons. Oh, preach, bro! I'm pre- hey, I'm I'm preaching today. I'm a church fan. I'm preaching today. I'm a church fan, but come on. <laughs> Y'all pick y'all picked them for the wrong reasons, and then when to look in our faces, asking you know what what's the problem? Why it ain't working out? And it's like, bro, you ain't you ain't picked me for me. You picked me for what benefited you. Facts, <laughs> bro. I gotta stop. You got hey, you can't well, I'm for the greater pass the collection plate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I can't. I can't, bro. That that's the thing I hate about being as mature and you know. You know, as you know, people what they say now, like being woke and shit like that. It, it's, it comes with a price because when you sit here and you go through life and you see all these experiences, and like you really, you really evaluate how people look at the world and shit like that. And the way, and I'm not just saying it all oh, women do it. You know, men do it too. We see somebody. You know, obviously we we walk we walk around. We don't be like you know. Oh, you know. I wonder how. You know. Our personality is something like that. Like men, we see somebody with a fat ass. Like, oh shit, I want her. You know what I mean? And it's like, okay, that's cool. That's what you. That's what you want. And then boom. But then, you know, months, years down in the relationship, y'all gotten all these problems. And it's like, you know, why? What? Why is it like this? What? What am I doing wrong? And it's like, shit, you wouldn't even take the time to know the motherfucker for them. You just picked them because they look good to you. And I'm gonna tell you like this. Like my mama told me. What look good to you might not always be good for you. And where, where glitter isn't always gold. Man, what look good, to, and I and shit, I've learned that from experience. I ain't gonna get into it, but damn it. What, what look good to you might not be good for you. I'm a firm believer, I'm a witness before God. Let me see. That man. <laughs> Yeah, I'm a huge witness. I, I can vouch for that shit. Man, I swear. I swear, bro. That 
that statement has followed me through years and every time it has always came back and bit me in the ass because I don't listen. I'm hard headed. Well, we, we all hard headed. But but that but that's it, bro. And a lot of people that's how a lot of people are. They 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 go off appearances or you know shit that's not real. Like that's not what love is supposed to be. Love ain't supposed to be about how much money you got in your pocket or how tall you are. What is me being fucking uh, six four? How, how does that benefit you to want to be with me? Like I could be ugly as fuck. <laughs> but just because I'm six four, you know, somebody you know want me like that's that's fake as fuck. It's a lot of it's a lot of guys in the NBA that's six something and ugly as shit and only reason and can be having the baddest one. Yeah. Man, I'll be, <laughs> be trying to figure that out too. Man, I just ugly motherfucker. Man, ain't no way in hell. You know why? Good. Look at Joe Allen B. Ain't no way he got a wife. I but I know he's smashing shit. Who called to make money in the NBA? Of course they go pick that. You think they go pick? You think they go pick me or you over fucking Joel and B? We work at Amazon. Man, uh, Joel get paid billions of dollars to play basketball, and he fucking like seven foot. Hell no. Who you think they go pick? They go go that's got the money right now. Man, we ain't got a shot. Not a shot of ten, but we shooting in the dark. Man, <laughs> what the, what the hoop moving? Don't even know where we shooting. We just shooting. Oh my gosh! We don't get that chance as everybody else is, and but that's that's a whole other topic of you know materialistic shit. Cause oh, we could take that shit all the way until one in the morning with the bro. Man, I swear that's what I'm saying. Q, we we hitting we hitting in the heart, especially with this episode. We we hit in the heart, right? I, and I hope people are here listening to me. I hope y'all take something from what we talked about today. Well, they listening. They listening. We got viewers listening, looking at, checking in right now. So because I've been hitting, like like you said, bro. I've been I've been preaching to the choir today. I'm about to give a call. Your ass, Creflo. Creflo. I did, man. Wow. I need somebody on the pianos behind me every time I say something. Uh, you know what I mean? All you need now is somebody to get up and run up and down the aisles. I'm about to say, I need the drums. Look, that somebody get up and start. You know how we do at church. They, they get on them drums. Uh, 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 uh. And then you got somebody back there on the. Yeah. Just man, you got somebody. You, you got a back there on the drum, just hitting it, and everybody's like, "Whoa!" You got somebody in the seat, just uh, uh, uh. They get up and just take off. You got motherfuckers sitting here speaking in a whole other language and shit, and man, speaking in tongue. Tongue just shit. Shut up, no, 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 man. are like, "What the fuck is you talking about?" Man, bro, my mom used to make me so bad at church. She used to want to get up and run just because somebody else was. Oh man, my mom didn't do that, so I ain't have to worry about. Bro, she did, bro. They they do it. She like, come on, get up, get up. I'm like, no. I'm like seven. She want to get up and run. Why the fuck you want me to get up and run anyway? I'm like, right. they ain't gonna believe that shit. They be like, ain't no Jesus in that little kid. Man, look. <laughs> just doing it so he can be seen. Look, man, man, that's that's literally all it was. I'm like, bro, mom, I'm not going around. I'm not taking this lap. Nah, but after, but after a while, but that's that's but but like I'm saying, this is real shit, bro. Like this is like this is knowledge, just off the experience. It'd be one thing if I wasn't as experienced as I was, and a lot of people tell me that they're like, bro, you mature as hell for your age. But I'd have been through some shit, and and I'm only in my early twenties. Like I'm, I've damn near lived the life of like almost a thirty year old because I'd have been through a lot of shit. 
Like it's not just off like people. We not just talking about shit because we don't know. You talking like we old though? I ain't saying y'all is old, but obviously you're older than me. No, bro, did you hear what you said though? You like I know I'm in my twenties, but I'm living like I'm in my thirties. What the fuck is that supposed to be? Because I because the way oh no, you to be like I'm living like I'm in my fifties. Then I'm like, okay, well he's saying fifty is old. But bro, you legitly you didn't say it, but you said it. Thirty is old. Don't you you taking it out of context? That's not what I'm meaning. I'm meaning that my life has been set up to where most twenty three year olds have not done half the stuff I have. And like I said, I, I greatly believe that everybody that's probably thirty and up has already experienced all this shit. So that's that's the way I'm taking it. I ain't looking at you like. I'm living my life and you old. That's not how it's supposed to come out. That's how you took it. That's and that's how that motherfucker came out. Oh, no, the hell it did. <laughs> you ain't been tell Listen, see, I fuck what you took. You gonna lose this battle. You ain't gonna tell. You ain't gonna make me change my mind on what the fuck you said, bro. That's what it. That's not what it meant. Listen, you see, I'm telling you, you sit here arguing to you talk to a wall. Yeah, that's fine with me, damn it. <laughs> I'm gonna get by there because, goddamn it, you just legitly said 30s is old, but you ain't fit to change my mind. Oh, well, listen here. Uh, if I ain't gonna change your mind, listen, that's how you take it. I don't give a damn. That's on you. <laughs> taking is it? They know that's how you want to. Oh, it's taking. Yes. You know, we yeah, that's it. that's how that's how you take it. That's fine. Everybody, hey, listen, everybody got the own page and shit. I'm just trying to tell you from my perspective how it was supposed to come out. But you took it the way you wanted to, and that's perfectly fine. I'm not gonna lose no sleep over it tonight. Me neither, bro. That's the good part. <laughs> because I'm still bring it up when we go back to work Sunday, but I ain't lost no sleep though. That's fine, and I'm gonna bring it up too. I'm that's like, cool. Oh, motherfucker, call me old. <laughs> I knew you was gonna get raggedy at some point in the show, damn it! <laughs> I didn't to go there, bro. I wouldn't be trying to go there. Then why did you? You took it down. You called oh. me. <laughs> no, I did it. Bro, you called me old. No, I did not. I'm that, bro. Whoever is in here, I want y'all to please go back in the in the podcast and timestamp where I, where it came out of my mouth that I said, "Q, you are." What he said, I said he was. Bro, you, I didn't see. Now you want to make up shit. Because I didn't say you said Q. I said you pretty much called me old because you was like, you living the life of a 30-year-old. Like, motherfucker, we live the same life y'all live. Shit, we go through the same shit 20-year-olds go through. I, I know that, but I'm saying you went through it before me. That's what I'm saying. And you were in your 30s, so that's what I'm like. It's, that's how it came out. I, I see this ain't going to get nowhere. I would have been better if you'd have just like like the OG. If you'd call me like OG, I would have been cool. Yeah, you bugging. I'm not calling you that. <laughs> yeah, that's your fucking fault. You tripping? <laughs> Put it down. Put it down. <laughs> you have to be like, hey, bro, you're OG. But if you'd have been like, I'm living like OGs, that's what I'm saying. If you'd have been like, I'm living like OGs, then I'd have been like, okay, well, he necessarily called me one, but I know I am one because, like you said, a lot of the shit you going you went through. I definitely went through the same shit, so I know, you know, I understand the stories you tell. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I was saying. But now I wasn't saying you had to call me an OG. Yeah, I see. Yeah. Anyway, I stand by. I stand by what I said. 
We we both are. We stubborn as hell. So we that's the problem. That's what and that's the thing. We know how we are, and we hang out every day still. It's a problem. <laughs> it's just, and, and ain't no, and we ain't gonna never learn. And it is never gonna be fixed, man. It's never gonna. I don't care. I don't care what the hell happens. That shit is never gonna be fixed. We're gonna be like this for the rest of our lives, probably. Only we hanging at Amazon or whatever, and shit. Well, shit. Not even that, because look, I'm now we we on this. Even if something happens where you even move back, and I'm still here, all you gotta do is send me the link, bro. <laughs> oh yeah, we still gonna be doing this shit. I can do this shit from anywhere, so we still gonna be doing this shit. You know what I'm saying? This, yeah. this is how this is how to say uh not say this. This is how the ain't shit crew podcast go be, man. You you just got I know y'all just got a dope show because I enjoyed the show, man. Oh yeah, it was great. It's been two hours. It's a great show. Like, bro, if see, we might have to do this on the regular. I'm about to say because look, bro, we covered so much ground in just these two hours and we could keep going. Man. Like you said, we can go to 1 a.m. We're talking about this shit. And you know, every now and then y'all will pop in the studio. But we can start doing this shit from the houses like this, bro. I really enjoyed it. That's that's what I'm saying. I mean, that, that's cool with me. Obviously, you know, I ain't got no problem with swimming. You only like seven minutes away anyway. But shit, I mean, we we can really get in the depth and talk about it. We both comfortable in our own little spots and everything like that. I mean, that shit, I'm I'm with it. Yeah. So we like you said, we done been on for two hours, man. We usually go out. We gave y'all an extra bonus hour. Hope y'all enjoy it. Uh I'm gonna let my boy T Jordan say a little closing words, man. Hit the people with a bless these people real. Oh yeah, appreciate it. Uh, as always, it's been your boy T Jordan, man. I appreciate y'all for uh for tuning in, watching. Stay tuned with us, you know what I'm saying? We're gonna try to make this a, a a weekly thing. You know what I'm saying? I hope y'all got something from out the show today. <clears throat> Whether it be positive, I'm hoping it's positive. If it is negative, I apologize, but someday, like they say, the truth hurts. You know what I'm saying? The truth hurts, and damn it, if the shoe fits, you know what I mean? But like I said, we weren't on here trying to bash nobody. But if anything, I hope y'all got something out of this. I hope, you know, y'all get through whatever it is y'all going through in life. I hope y'all got nothing but blessings and positivity in your life. Stay safe. Stay up, baby. And that's it, man. I'm out. Peace. All right. So, so I'm going to close it out real quick a little bit, man. Y'all make sure y'all stay tuned. Y'all always, you know, tune in, man. Make y'all make sure y'all like and subscribe, first of all, Please. on our YouTube. Yeah, we're definitely gonna be going live on YouTube a lot more. Um, you can also like and subscribe to us on Facebook at Say Less the Podcast. Ancient crew is a part of that, so that's where we coming in at. And we appreciate everybody who tuned in tonight. Hopefully, y'all enjoy the show, man, because I, I enjoyed it. I rocked out with my boy T. Jordan, man. Sir, appreciate you for having me, big dog. Always. You know, this is this is the connection. This is you know, this is this is a vibe, bro. So that's it, bro. And we so smooth with it too, man. It's like we just been doing this shit for years together. That's what I'm saying. That we just started. It's so natural. We man. don't we don't we don't rehearse nothing. We we just turn the cameras on and go, bro. This is great. This is great content. I know. So hopefully we can get more subscribers, man, and we we jump, man. But until next time, man, it's your boy Q. It's your boy T. Jordan, man. Yes, sir. Out.